Blog Talk Radio. Resurrection Sunday weekend. Amen. I'm hoping that many of you have been blessed um, just in remembrance of what Jesus Christ has done for us, you know, coming to earth and dying for our sins. And not only that, he rose again. Amen. And so you can live again. And that is the focal point for today. You can live again. And that was Marvin Sapp with Live, that's his new single And you know what, every time I hear that song It just really blesses me And I know it's going to bless you Whenever you hear it, amen Because it reminds us of this very verse Ezekiel 37, verse 3 and 5 Which simply says And he said unto me, son of man Can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And so I just want to encourage you all that are tuning in and listening that you can live, amen, no matter what you're facing, no matter what the obstacle, no matter what the trial and test, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. You can live, amen. Why? Because Jesus Christ rose again, amen. And so if he rose, guess what? We can rise too, amen. And so I'm hoping that you're blessed on today. Again, I have a great broadcast for you all. I am super excited because not only am I live, but you know what? I got a great guest. Nay Edwards, and she's a dear sister and dear friend of mine, and I'm just excited and honored to have her on the broadcast today. She's going to share with us her testimony and what a testimony it is. So this is what I want you to do. I always tell you every broadcast, tweet somebody, Facebook somebody, text somebody, Instagram somebody, let somebody know that 
Coteons is on the air live, and we got a great broadcast. So make sure you share the number, 310-982-4274. And make sure if you have any questions, make sure you press that pound one, because I want you to queue into the studio so you can get your questions in and even comments in. Amen. So the number again is 310-982-4274. And make sure you pass the word on about tonight's broadcast. Minister Shanae May. Edwards is on the on the line and in the studio with us. So let's get her on the on the line. Hello, Shanae. How are you? How are you? I'm great. So awesome. I'm so honored and I'm so excited to have you on the show today. I've just been blowing up social media. I've been just blowing up everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I just been oh, doing wow. all, uh <laughs> word of mouth, everything. <laughs> Cause, cause I, you know, I'm I, I have, I'm I have too, because I was excited about being on the show with you. I think it's my first time actually me being instead of having, you know, when in the past me as a PR and having somebody I was, you know, one of my clients. So this is a different experience for me, and I'm actually super excited. Right, right. You know, and 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 that's what I was even more excited about where God is taking you. Not only has he done so much through you and also through your husband, um, Pastor Troy Edwards, it's, it's you know, the, the 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 new level that he's taking you on and you wear so many hats. So this is what I want you to do real quick. I want you to introduce yourself to our listening audience for those that may not know you. Well, my name is Shanae Edwards. Um Shout out to my husband, Troy, at Wizard3HP. I'm his wife, of course. Um, I actually um, was doing PR services through 3HP Marketing and Promotions. Um, at the present time, I'm actually starting my own magazine and in the process of writing my book. Um, you might can find me all over social media promoting others, but at this time I'm taking a step to another dimension and another venue um, in my life right now, and I say venue because it is another space, another place for me. Um, so basically, I'm re 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 revamping myself right now. So um, I appreciate this interview very much because um, I'm reintroducing myself as as another person. Not I'm the same Shanae, but just a different um, time for me. And I like what you said about the revamping yourself. Um, God always takes us higher and higher and higher in him. And that means simply growth and increase. And, um, you know, that's where God wants us to go. He wants us to go higher and he wants us to grow. And so when you say revamp, that's just simply you're growing and you're growing into the person and the ministry that God has called you to and the purpose, the purpose that God has called you to. Um, share with us part of your testimony. Uh, share with us how uh, you know the different things that you uh, experienced through your, throughout your life. Because um, at a young age, you you began um, you know being in the music ministry, and not only that, you're also a daughter of pastors, and you know you 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 started working in your gifts at an early age. So share with us about that. Well, yes, I, have, I am a daughter of pastors, which, um, I mean, I'm not knocking that. However, um, I, I experienced a lot of things. I've been through all different types of churches, non-denominational, 
um, Baptist, you name it. I grew up in all different types of churches. If my parents wasn't pastors, they were on the board of another church, or they were the assistant pastors. So my whole life I was brought up in church, even to the point where um, my parents, after we did homework, we actually had Bible studies almost every night um, after we did our homework. So I was the Bible was instilled in me at a very early age, which also led to me wanting the things of God at an early age. I was into the music ministry at even at 13. 13 years old, I was on the praise team at my church because I used to sing a lot, and I also took piano classes, so I was also um, one of the musicians at the time. If they didn't, you know, the musician didn't come, I ended up filling in and doing, um, you know, playing the piano at the moment. But in time, once I graduated high school and um, got towards college, I started, you know, I got away from my parents. Um, I was actually kicked out because I decided um, at an early age that I wanted to, you know, smell my own, uh, you know what, but at, I, I didn't know what word to say there. But anyway, um, I just began to ex, ex, um, experiment on other things. I ended up dealing with the wrong type of men um, because I felt, you know, I wasn't allowed to date, um, you know, all throughout my high school years. So once that opportunity came, the you know, the guy that I met at the time, um, you know, I got into a lot of things with him, um, became real, um, real promiscuous. I was very promiscuous. And even into my marriage, actually, my first marriage, actually, um, it didn't work out because I was, I committed adultery. Um, and then I had some other issues that I'm actually just tapping into and that I'm trying to give, you know, let other people know that some people first time here, and I was molested at a young age as well from someone in my family, and um, I was also raped as well when I got probably around 19 years old, right before I got into my second semester of college. So pretty much with me, um, I've basically been through a lot. I've been through almost everything I would say a person has been through. There's not many situations that somebody can't come to me and I won't know what they're talking about or I can't relate to it or, you know, I've been there, done that. Um, I remember when I was about 12 years old, my pastor's wife at the time, she came to me and she told me, and I didn't understand what she was saying. Um, I'm sorry, I wasn't until I was 16. And um, she didn't, I didn't understand what she was saying. She said, you're going to experience everything that a woman goes through, um, but you're going to know why later on in life. And I'm like, you know, at 16, I'm sitting here thinking, like, what is she talking about? I'm going to go through everything a woman will go through. And now that I'm oh sitting back and thinking, I've actually been through it all. Like, I can talk to somebody who's been through a divorce. I can talk to someone who's experienced adultery. I can talk to someone who may have dipped and dabbed in, you know, illegal things, drugs and things. I've been homeless before. So I really understand what she was talking about. At the time, I did not know. I did not know. Um I've even tried to commit suicide two times in my life, and I thank God. Um, I shared a story on Facebook when I got in the car and was going to run into the tree. Into the um, it was a tree in front of this building, um, and far in Baltimore um, City, and I was going to run myself into it, and I ended up getting a flat tire. So um, it's just a lot of things I've been through, and at this time, I know it's the perfect time to share those things. My goodness, what a powerful testimony. What a powerful testimony. And, you know, while you were speaking, you know, I just began to think about, um, you know, what your mindset must have been like going through all those various things. You know, how how were you able to 
Um, and I know it's through the Lord. I know it's through the Lord. Mm-hmm. How are you able to stay positive or become positive um, throughout those dark situations? Because it's dark. It's dark what you went through. So how are you able to, uh, you know, get your mind renewed and, and become positive? And not only become positive, but begin to walk and see the purpose that God calls you you to. Well, of course, like you said, God was the number one reason, um, you know, from being, you know, instilled in me for so long about the Bible, about the Word. It was so, always something inside of me that would say, hold up, take pump your brakes a little bit, let's back up and reassess what's going on. And then each with each scenario and each, each lesson that I went through and each um, temptation and all that stuff, in the back of my mind, I always knew who my first love was. I always knew. And also, I think in the present, within the past five years, another motivation for me has been my daughter. Because I now, since I have, since I've had my daughter, it's been like I have to, I have to keep moving so she won't see, you know, so she can see what it means to be a strong woman. Because right now I'm her example. So she's another motivation factor because I don't know. Actually, I tell people, and I'm going to change my thought right now. I, sometimes I even tell people, it may sound crazy. I tell people sometimes my daughter changed my life. Because when I even when I had her, I was in, I wasn't in the right place. I even I almost didn't want to have her. I almost wanted to commit um, abortion because I didn't want to deal with her father. So when I had her, I almost died and she almost died. Like I was in the hospital for almost two weeks and she was in the hospital um, probably about four months and then she was getting nurse visits for a whole year because. Um, the devil even tried to kill her. So when I saw how even at a baby, a little premature baby, how she was pushing and, um, you know, was just so determined. I was just like, watch this baby. Like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe, like, she really wants to be here. So I'm like, she's fighting, and her mother doesn't even want to be here, so I need to step it up. I need to get myself together. I need to get back in the Word. I need to repent, and I need to refocus what what my focus was because at the time I didn't know because I was having so many people pull me from this way and that way and then when I decided to really get on my feet I said you know what I need to do also Shanae needs to get around the right people your circle is so important who you allow to pour into you is so important you have to be you, and especially now, you really have to use a lot of discernment when it comes to who you're locking arms with. Because even those something about spiritual, spiritual things, and you're locking arms with you don't know what's going on with them. They don't know what's going on with you, and those things transfer. So I'm very mindful of who I speak to. I'm very mindful who I'm open to. I'm very mindful, mindful who I even lock arms with. And you know what you said just just now about connection. You know, who you connect with is so important. And like you said earlier in the broadcast, you're on um, social media, and there's a lot of people that connect with you on social media through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. And so um, talk about how um, or what barriers that you put up um, in regards to um, connecting with certain people. Like what barriers do you do you put up, and what do you allow? What don't you allow? Well, I always have to have a I draw a line between business, personal, and this season. 
Now, the reason why I say this season, because some people might get close to you in a particular season, but you got to realize, therefore, that particular season to be close to you, maybe to mentor you through a next, you know, until you hit your other season, things like that. So that's why I added that last category. But I'm very particular about who I keep a business relationship with. Um, my personal relationship, my circle, it used to be big. I, did, I learned my lesson, but it is, my circle has turned into like a little dot. It's not much that people um, will get out of me unless I share it. Like right now I have been, you know, on social media I have been sharing, like, tip, you know, snippets of my testimony, um, things like that. However, I'm very mindful because, um, like I said, I do have a child. I have to protect, I'm also protecting my husband as well. I'm protecting our ministry um, at the same time. So I think you have to, you have to kind of like put people in categories and use discernment. And the reason I say categories because you have to know what to put, what person to put in each category. Everybody, somebody, some, some people I have, they are business and personal. Like my best friend, she deals, she helps me with, um, the things I need as far as, um, you know, the magazine, helping with promoting, but also I know I can call on her in a drop of dime. She'll be over here. She's welcome into my home. Um, I don't mind her around, and I'm going to say this, I don't mind her around my husband because I trust her. So it's, it's you just got to be, I mean, discernment. I keep saying discernment because that's the word that keeps popping in my head. Discernment is so crucial. Amen, it is, it is. And now speaking of the magazine, Indie Mogul, and um, you just came out with that, and I'm excited about that. So share with us um, about the magazine and also how our listeners can, um, you know, view it. And also, do you also, um, can they purchase the magazine or is it just only online? Well, right now, Indie Mogul is online. I'm actually just on my um, sixth edition, which I'm praising God anyway, just getting to the sixth edition. Um, I was a part of another magazine, which is very popular, um, Promoting Purpose magazine. And um, God just laid it on my heart and said, all the things that you're doing, you can start your own. I mean, we already had the e-blast service, um, the marketing promotions, and on 3HP. So my husband and I got together because it was actually his idea. He wanted to do Indie Mogul. And once I saw him do his first interview, I said, hold up, honey, let me let me just take it over. Because <laughs> um, I knew, um, you know, I knew his strengths and I know my strengths. So. And that wasn't right, really his right. strength. So <laughs> I said, um, you, you, you back me up. I'll go ahead and take over, and you know, since I have the experience with, um, you know, writing and interviewing, I know I, I know how I can grab the people um, to interview, and it's already it was already in me. I've been wanting to have my own magazine since I was a, oh my gosh a young teenager, and I always mm-hmm. saw myself writing. I always saw myself writing. I've used to write poetry. I've written um, plays and everything. But at the present time. What I've been doing is the magazine, if you click on any of the articles that I've done so far, it looks like a newsletter. And the reason being is because I want people to be able to go back onto that link. And even if, let's say, I'm promoting your radio station, they can go back three months from now and still be able to see that interview, still be able to click on your Facebook page, still be able to click on your Twitter page, still be able to click on your website. Um, the links are, you know, still available because some magazines, once you put out there, you have to save it, um, and you won't be, once it's done, then the person might not push you anymore. Um, and that's what I didn't want. So the official launch of the magazine is actually Tuesday, April 12th, and that's going to have myself, um, Tiffany Jeffers, and Kaziah 
um, Cash Your Gold, I'm sorry, Cash Your Gold on the cover, and I'm going to be actually talking about my upcoming book and, a, you know, a testimony, and they're going to be sharing some things too. And it will be strictly online, I'm going to say for now. And then um, hopefully we can get, you know, God's grace and his mercy, his favor, we can stop pushing for print. Amen, amen. I talk um, more about your book because, again, you're sharing your life experiences and you're sharing um, the different things that God wants you to pour out to individuals that purchase your book. Um, share more of what you um, will be talking about. You talked about um, you almost committed suicide. You talked about being divorced, being um, molested and raped and being homeless. Is there any other thing that you talk about or share um, in your book? Um, it's a couple of surprises. I didn't want to put too much out there because um, some things I'm kind of holding back from sharing because I still have to go by it with my family because I do know um, with this book, although it's healing for me, it's going to open a lot of um, doors, especially within my personal life um, and including my family. Um, I've had to talk to my mother um, about some things, letting her know that, you know, I am going to be talking about certain things. And, you know, she she was a little reluctant at first, but then after I told her, Mom, I have to do this. It's going to help somebody else. Um, And plus it's healing for me. The other night when I was writing about um, the situation about my father, because my biological father actually passed away two years ago. And I really felt some type, and I will share this, I really felt some type of way because, um, I didn't know him very well my whole life, and right after I had my daughter, he really became um, more like a father after I had my dad. He was an excellent grandfather for the you know first part of her life, and when he passed away, I was like, God, we finally started getting a relationship after all these years, and then he's gone. So I, you know, it took a long, it took a while for me to realize, you know, things happen. At least you got that chance. You know, to to have that type of bond, even if it was only for two or three years, and um, you know, I sat here and you guys, my husband, I boo hooed trying to get through that one particular chapter. That's why um, I know each topic that I'm speaking of is going is a healing process for me, and I I have maybe I'm going to do two more chapters. Um, even with me being promiscuous, I'm not ashamed to say I was promiscuous after I got raped. Um, I know I didn't know which way to go. It I. It, some of it was fear because I felt if I didn't give in to certain, you know, men, they was going to rape me. So I was just like, okay, whatever. I don't want to get raped again. Nobody ever wants to get raped again and um, or if they ever experienced that. But and then it was, you know, you know, they sweet-talked me or I fell real hard because when I was younger, I didn't get that attention, like I said, because I didn't date much um, in high school and I was the tall, skinny um girl in school so it wasn't the only time I guys really liked me when I was in high school was like the college guys or something like that and then I, of course I wasn't allowed to date them them <laughs> you know it was because they were you know really old older than I was and my, my mother definitely was like oh no <laughs> so um <laughs> I didn't ha- I didn't get that you know hey oh yeah you know little exposure like um I was you know dealing with self-esteem and stuff so um there's a, it's a lot of lot of things in the book, and um, I think people are going to be surprised because I don't actually say it's me. And um, they know the book is going to, you know, you know the book is about me. However, I, I kind of changed some of the names, some of the scenarios, um, the settings or stuff might be a little different, but it's something that I have definitely experienced, and I'm telling it firsthand. 
Wow, wow. So um, share with our listening audience how they can connect with you and also um, speak to that young lady or speak even to that young man. Because, you know, even young men, I hate to say it, they're going through some of the same things, you know, mm-hmm. um, molestation, rape, you know, being suicidal. Um, so share with us how they can connect with you and also speak an encouraging word to that person that's experienced some of the things that you have experienced? Um, you can basically connect with me all over social media. I'll, I'll talk about the magazine first. It's 3HP Presents Indie Mogul Magazine. You type that on Facebook, it'll pop up. Um, Twitter and Instagram are also at Indie Mogul Mag. Um, me personally, I'm at Shanae underscore N-A-Y. That's on Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, on Facebook, um, Minister Shanae Edwards. And um, my Facebook page will pop up. So follow me, follow me, follow me. <laughs> please, please, please. Um, I'm really trying to – I'm pushing the magazine more than myself because um, I know it's going to help a lot of people as far as exposure is concerned. Um, and my encouraging word for – and I'm glad you said men too because actually one of the chapters I'm – dealing with the adultery um, situation from a male's perspective of having a woman. Because most times we, we think, oh, you know, men, are they're the ones cheating. But when a man has a woman cheating them, they, their reaction, their emotions are totally different. So I did it from a male's perspective. So men can read the book as well. It's, it's, I did that on purpose. Um, I would basically tell anybody, do not stop. Reason why I say that because even though things may look crazy, you may think you can't get over it. You may experience some crazy stuff. You have to get over it. You have to get help as well. Because if you don't, that stuff will start to root up inside of you, and you'll end up lashing out and don't know why. You end up having attitudes that you don't know why you're having it. You're hot and you're you're putting on persona that's not the real you. If you can't get let go of those things or talk to someone, and sometimes people say, oh, just give it to God. Sometimes, yes, giving it to God is great, but I really feel, especially somebody who's dealing with rape or molestation or anything, I think you need to find that person that you can talk to like really talk to and you can confide in and have them pray for you as well, agree with you in prayer. Um, at first, with me, the reason why I'm saying that is because I thought I could deal with so much. So, oh, I'm going to give it to God, I pray. And I realized I really didn't give it to God until I really sat one day with my mentor and the stuff that she just poured into me and was I was able to cry and, you know, let her know how I felt. I felt so much better. And then after we prayed together, it's like that's when I felt the release. I also, I also recommend journaling. Do not be afraid. If you don't like to write, type it out. If you don't like to type it out, um, you know, just draw a picture of how you're feeling. I even do that with the people I work with um, in autism. Um you know, I tell them draw. You know, draw pictures of how they feel instead of getting up and maybe you know hitting someone or things like that. There's so many ways to um, try to let things go. So I think my main advice is try to the best you can find out your way of letting go. Don't let nobody tell you how to let it go because that's what I did. I had so many different people tell me which way I should. Once I found out the way I should let it go, and that's when I experienced my freedom. And me letting it go is this book. Wow, wow, simply amazing. Thank you so much, Minister Shanae, for coming on the broadcast today. I'm, you know, again, I'm excited that you were on the show today, and I'm totally honored because, 
you know what, we connected on Facebook, and God is so good. He's so good on how he, he connects, you know, each one of us on Facebook or through social media. And a lot of people, um, you know, give social media a bad rep, and it does have a bad side as well as a good side. But I'm thankful to God for the connection. And, again, thank you so much for having uh, well, giving me the opportunity to interview you on today and having you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Always, and I, always. And we got to get you back on again. We got to get you back oh, on yeah. again uh, when you release the book. So once you release the book, we got to get you back on. Oh, yes. And you may not be able to shut me up when I release the, <laughs> release the book. <laughs> it's just so much. <laughs> but I, I truly appreciate you, and I pray even God enlarge your territory even more because I, I, I truly love your spirit. I know we don't talk all the time, but you, I, I, I connected to your spirit a while ago, and I, I, yeah. I just love you. Oh, I love you too, sis. Thank you so much. And you have a blessed day. And we're going to be you talking too. to because, again, we got to get you back oh. on the show. For, of course. For the Thank book. you again. <laughs> Thank All you right. again. Bye-bye. All right. God bless. Bye. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to SPSN Listen Live. Shout out to PFR. Thank you, my my church family. Thank you so much to my pastors. Thank you so much, First Lady Serena. All of you, thank you for tuning in. My husband, my hubby, thank you for tuning in to SPSN Listen Live. Again, remember that you can live throughout whatever circumstance that life brings. You can live. And the focal point was from scriptures, Ezekiel 37, verses 3 and 5. You can live. We're going out uh, with breathe. I'll be the one. Remember, stay encouraged, be inspired, and be forever changed. God bless. Search no further